Feel Good Radio. It's quarter to five on Radio 2000. So it was announced earlier this week that Justin Bieber's music um, or his music catalog was sold for over $200 million. This deal was has reportedly been in the works since December last year. We now speak to uh, Bongani Matlangu just to tell us more about selling and buying music rights. Uh, Bongani Matlangu is writer and social cultural commentator. Uh, hi, Bongani. Hi, good morning. I'm the right dog. Oh, this sounds so good. Two hundred million dollars. Imagine, oh, Justin Bieber, not even seventy. <laughs> not even seventy. Eh? Uh, yeah. maybe take us through what happens legally when an artist forgoes or sells their music rights. Does this mean that they are no longer entitled to any income from the music at all? No. What What this means, uh, especially for the Justin Justin Bieber uh, deal, because he's owned hundred percent of his publishing, yeah. uh, copyright and, and writer's share of performance and the master recording. It means uh, whatever he's sold, he's no he no longer has entitlement to it because he sold everything. Okay. He didn't say I'm selling forty percent or eighty percent or he just he sold everything. So he no longer has right to whatever he's sold. The person who has the right to whatever he's sold is whoever bought, uh, which is high gnosis at, at, at this moment. The company that seems to be really splashing a lot of money yeah. in terms of uh, in terms of uh, buying rights. They either bought uh, Justin Timberlake, uh, Justin Timberlake's catalog, wow. I think for about uh, 150 million US dollars, if I'm not mistaken. So it looks like, and this is a very, very uh, new company. It was started in 2021, late in 2021. Mm. And it looks like they have a budget of about 1 billion US dollars uh, just to go around buying catalogs. Wow. Um, and, and what, Justin Bieber is, is what, the youngest artist to sell his music, right? Yes, he's 28 years old. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me, he's 28 years old. If mm. you look at artists that have been selling, uh, it's, it's mostly older artists. Bruce Springsteen sold for uh, 500 million uh, US dollars not long ago. Bob Dylan also did the same, at, at, at more or less the same amount of, of, of money which is understandable because when you're already at that age, you know that you don't really have much time mm. um, left. So so with Justin Bieber, you can also, because a, a, a contact of mine in the music industry was saying, hey, this is a bad deal. Yeah. But if you look at it, uh, Justin Bieber is still very young. I mean, at 28, he's already sold quite a lot of music yes. uh, all, over, all over the world. So I think wherever he's... set for life. Yeah, well, maybe or maybe not. Remember, their lifestyles are very expensive yeah, that's lifestyles, true. That's you know. True. That's so true. that two hundred million US dollars may may not necessarily be enough. But I think he's banking on youth. He's banking on the fact that at twenty eight, he probably still has another ten years or so uh, to go mm. because he only has six albums uh, to date. Yeah. And the music is loved. So I think he's banking on age. He probably has a couple of years, a couple of albums that he can bring it out and still make a lot of money out of out of that. Sh- and I, I, I also think he's also banking on the fact that uh, he's still in demand in terms of performances. That's true. I'm shocked that he sold more than, what, 150 million records worldwide. I mean, I didn't know Justin Bieber was that big. Well, he's big. I mean, I, I, remember, no when, uh, I remember when he had a concert here. Mm. A while back, um, I remember. 
with the ticket yeah. selling out in like less than 24 hours. Ooh, I remember. The whole, the whole of Joburg was going insane, even Cape Town and yes. all those places. And I, I think remember. last year he was supposed to come and perform, yes. if I'm not mistaken. And there I was think, an announcement. Yeah, there was. And then I think he had that uh, disease or something, He syndrome, that, I don't know, what it, Ramsey, Ram, Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Yes, because even at that time when they announced that he was com- uh, coming, people were going bonkers uh, that uh, that he's coming. So I think he's banking on on all those that uh, he can still make money from from performance. Okay, so so Bongani, what would inform the value or price of any music catalog? I think they look at uh, a couple of factors. I mean, the hundred and fifty albums that you you spoke about mm. remember that uh, that single baby 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 oh, oh. yeah that that single on its own uh, has sold uh, 10 million units mm-hmm. you know and there's another single called sorry it also uh, sold about 10 million units so you put those together and you also put the uh, justin bieber has about 82 million listeners Mm. And over 30 billion streams on on Spotify. Just on Spotify, we're not talking YouTube yet. Mm. We're not talking any other any other platforms like uh, like iTunes, where people will buy songs. So already from that, when you look at that, uh, a company will probably say, "Look, we we have greater chances of making our money back from this kind of savings." Mm. And also on the side of Justin Bieber, they also look at the pros and cons of it and say, "How much can we get away with?" Uh, in terms of how much can we sell uh, with these things. So those factors are put into place to come up with the price mm. that both parties uh, agree on. Okay, so who would be the different role players involved in a transaction such as this one? And would an organization like Samro get involved in, in a South African context? No, Samro will not be part of that, as in, uh, in terms of the negotiations that uh, happen. Uh, Samro will not be. Remember, Samro is a distribution agency. Okay. Um, you know, it doesn't own rights to the music of the composers or the musicians who are who are their members. All they do is uh, they collect for them and and distribute. In this case, uh, where that catalog, that Justin Bieber catalog is uh, is concerned, so they will collect and pay to those that uh, uh, bought the hundred percent interest, which is high losses at, at at this point. So why are we not seeing stories like this um, from South Africa about South African artists? Do they own their music? I mean, we see we saw Donald at some point chained to the Samro offices. Like, how come our artists die paupers? Hmm. <laughs> that's a difficult. That's a difficult question. Look, um, there it, it, there's a combination of factors uh, into that. One of the complaints is that uh, the music is not played enough. Yeah. Um, locally, because that uh, that has its own income stream on its own. But Samro is not the only place where money comes from. It also comes from video playing. Mm. It also comes from another thing that most people are uh, not much aware of. The money also comes from companies uh, taking your music and using it for uh, for adverts. Adverts, yeah. The, yeah. yeah, or the music is played on on in, in a, a particular yes in a particular movie. Yeah. Uh, so money comes, and also money comes from uh, performances. When people stage festivals, there's a samurai license that you have to pay as a festival organizer, so that the artist who performed there then get uh, get their share of performance rights uh, from that uh, that performance. So money comes from a whole lot of 
streaming. It's not just one stream. Radio is just one part of it. Okay. TV is there. Adverts are there. Also, so it comes from every 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 corner. As to why South African artists are not making money, I think we can't just point a, a finger in one direction. Mm. Because another question we might ask is, are we really, really, really doing enough uh, to promote South African music? And not just in South Africa, outside of South Africa. Because South African music uh, is loved in many countries like, uh, you know, Zambia, uh, Malawi, Zimbabwe, Swaziland, and all that. Are we doing a good job and are we collecting there? Okay, I hear you. I don't know if you'll be yeah. able to answer this one, Bogani. Somebody uh, wants to know if the, mon- if the money that Justin Bieber gets will be taxed. Yes. Any, any, remember, it doesn't matter which country you are in, especially where there's a, there's a tax man. Mm. Any income that you generate uh, gets taxed. Okay. And then, and yeah. then if, if, which South African artist, I don't know if you'll be able to answer this one, which South African artist catalog do you think would fetch the highest price if they were to be sold? And, and is it wise for an artist to sell their rights to their music? I'll start with the last one. With the last one, it depends. It depends on on circumstances. Okay. Because when you sell, you sell for a particular reason. Are you selling because you want to raise money to invest in a, in another business? Are you selling? Are you selling because um, your income stream has shrinked and uh, you need money? Mm. Uh, so there will be different reasons why you are why you are selling. It depends on 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 what you're looking at, or are you selling because you just want to have a fat bank account? Um, you know, so it depends. It depends. And when it comes to catalogs that uh, are most likely to fetch good money, I think if you look at uh, Super Hot, Stick Mabu- Hot Sticks Mabuse's catalog, mm. a very rich catalog, you know. Mm. Uh, just one of his songs, Ben Out, up to this day, continues to earn him quite a good income. Just that one song, you know. We we're, we're not we have not even spoken about songs like Bushi Gisha, uh, Busiwo, and, and and several others. Just that one song mm. is, is 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 collecting because remember there are companies that are using it for adverts, and it's still widely played on on radio. Yeah. And I think another artist, Brenda Fassi, will also pick uh, quite true. a good. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, quite a good prize. Uh, cut, uh, uh, her catalog. I know the humor again. Kaifas mm. uh, because most people don't know Kaifas has actually written a lot of good songs, and those songs also include songs that featured in the in the movie Roots, where he worked with uh, Quincy Jones. Wow! So if you were to buy a, a, a Kaifas Semenya catalog, you will be also buying some of the rights that uh, he has to to those to those type of uh, types of movies, you, you know. And and if there's one artist. Uh, from that generation that has uh, uh, written quite a lot of good songs which has been performed by other artists, including Huma Figuela, it's Kaifa Semen. I get you. But do South African mm-hmm. artists own their music? I get you, you can only sell the music if you own the music, right? Yes, you can. If you own the master, remember there are other rights that are perform, uh, performing rights. Even if the record company owns a certain portion, you will probably own a uh, like. 10, 15 percent of 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 your of your rights somewhere, so you can still sell that 10 or 15 percent because mm-hmm. it's something that uh, that you own. But most people who make the money, it's people who own the master because uh, with the master you can do anything. 
um, uh, you know, with uh, with uh, with that master. And if you are the composer of the song, uh, you also earn uh, quite good money. Mm, I get you. Wangani, thank you so much for breaking down the business of selling and buying music. I like Thanks, it. Matthew. Thank you so much. That's Mr. Bongani Matlangu, his writer and social cultural commentator, talking to us about selling and buying music rights. Radio 2000, the station that other radio stations listen to.